previously on Live at 605. Yeah, those nails. Look the like, damn towels? I've, it's like sleeping with the enemy. It's because the I'm in there every day and I'm always adjusting them myself. You're only adjusting them because you fuck them up. Right? I swear, all the time, I'll be like doing my toilet thing and I'm like, goddamn towels again? I gotta go fix them. <laughs> John Mallon. And Val Gomez. Live from a tight uh, <laughs> studio near you. This is episode five of Live at Six Oh Five, season eight, and it's a special Tuesday. It's a Tuesday episode because we keep busy being busy on moon days. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, you're right. We already had technical difficulties. <laughs> We're back on one mic this week because <laughs> I tried to plug in the second one and there's some problems. So I'm gonna figure it out. <laughs> But this week, beware of my clam hands and me possibly writing on your leg. No, this is the worst part about the weather turning better. I'm now in short, so John has the opportunity to get full-fledged clam hands. So. They're definitely clammy. Like, I walked home today and my whole body was just hot and sweaty. <laughs> so they're, all, they're a little clammy, which, who knows, there's a bunch of reasons. I've, I also got used to my own mic because I'd like to put my arm on it, but yeah, now Yeah, I know. Anyways. It's all very strange all of a sudden again. <laughs> But uh, we got a lot, again, this week, action-packed, all kinds of stuff yeah. to talk about. Uh, I don't even know, like, we have road trips, playoff hockey, anniversaries, crazy mass people on subways, fan <laughs> questions, articles, hit yeah. the post, and other games. Yeah, dinner parties, more parties, other stuff. It's, it's all a very action-packed day. It's been also just an action-packed month. I feel like this month has been so filled that it's not burdening the end of, like, or burgeoning the end of April. Yeah. It'll be, like, April 42nd. Like, it'll just keep going. Yeah. So, before we get into everything, how's about we give out all of our contact info? Yes, please. If you want to get in contact with me, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter. And check out some awesome pictures from this past week uh, in Ottawa and Toronto and around town. It's ValGomez23 on both Instagram and Twitter. Yeah, and you can holla at your boy on Twitter or Instagram. I am at Malencamp. I think I got one new Instagram follower, but I'm up to 407 Twitter followers. Oh! Which is pretty decent. Great. Hey, you can't use decent. That's my thing. All right, it's on fleek then. <laughs> that was also my thing this morning. <laughs> Right. Uh, and uh, Facebook.com slash live at 605 is the most important way to see pictures and comment on yeah. whatever we're talking about, updates, all that kind of jazz. Yeah. And then if I were on iTunes, what would I should I do on Please iTunes? Please leave us a message if you follow us on iTunes or download off of iTunes. Every message or comment that you leave about the podcast pushes us back into the comedy news and noteworthy, which is amazing because we've had some like really awesome stats uh, for people downloading around the world, which is awesome. Yeah, and uh, you can always email us to live605 at gmail.com mm -hmm. if you want to ask us questions or have comments or concerns. Mm -hmm. We had a couple of fan emails from this week and last mm -hmm. week that we're going to get to. Yeah. And I'm trying to think if there's any other ways. No, that's all the ways to get in contact. Nope. Ron Stitcher, we put, I put ourselves on another way to listen to us. Hold on. It's like some other site what where you can it? listen to us. Hold on. Let me check this shit out. Uh, it's like podcast directory or some okay. shit. Okay. Why does it sound old? It is. Hold on. Yeah. Podcast directory. Poddirectory.com is another site where our web, our 
all of our episodes are on. So oh. Stitcher, iTunes, Podomatic uh, are just some of the ways to mm-hmm. listen to the podcast, which is always great. So before we get into things, do you have any sponsorship this week? Um, I'm trying to think of like what angsty thing happened. Oh yeah, the senators lost. So that's going to be your sponsor? I don't know. It upsets me a lot. Well, I got a sponsor I can talk okay. about. Okay. Is it the TTC or Subway? It, it It's kind of both. <laughs> Man, you're lucky we have things to break up your day. <laughs> so this is the sponsorship this week. Sponsorship of the week. So, um, yeah, a couple of things, TTC, mm-hmm. dog. Well, yeah, so I was on the Subway. Mm-hmm. And I subway into work, morning rush hour, I jump on the streetcar to go down to work. Mm-hmm. And the streetcar, you know, it's it can get very packed with people. And we had a lot of people on the streetcar. And so there's this chick, this mm-hmm. little biznatch, who was on the streetcar sitting on one of the single seats. Mm-hmm. And if you're in a single seat, you know you're facing forward. And then if you're facing forward... Or the window. Yeah, but you just, you have your legs inward. This, so people can stand in front of her because there's always poles. Because yeah. you stand like this. This chick... Was sitting with You've her. Already spat on me. Sorry, <laughs> I'm very passionate about this. This chick was sitting with her back to the window, which meant her legs were crossed in the aisleway of the streetcar. Yeah. So whereas people are standing up like this, we had to leave a big gap for her legs. Yeah. Was she super tall though? Like no, her... okay. I don't know. She was like five foot five. Okay. And she's on the phone talking, and this is her conversation she had. Go. You've been very short with me lately. I don't understand why you've been very short with me. I think it was something I did because I don't understand why you've been short with me. So the whole time, this girl's yelling and she's got her legs blocking half the streetcar. So people. She our like, age? Yeah, she was like a twenty-something bitty. And what? so, anyways, that that pissed me off because it also made me laugh because she. I'm like, no wonder this person's short with you because you yeah. don't uh, appreciate TTC etiquette. <laughs> And then once again, I was at Subway last week. Yeah. Remember one time ago, some chick tied her dog's leash to the one door to get into Subway? Yeah. Guess what happened again this week? Same last thing. week? Chick ties her damn dog to the only door out of Subway. <laughs> and as I'm walking, she like goes up to it to like try to like calm the dog down. And I barely it was like trying to put my knee into either her or the dog. <laughs> and then I was coming out of my building today, and you know when you got buildings. Are you trying? one up your own story no but this happened today this was ridiculous any building you go into for the most part we have a swipe key to get into ours right yes so i'm leaving our building and this guy's smoking outside yes and he left a cigarette pack to keep the door open he jammed a cigarette pack into the door and i left and he like ran over so like when i like knocked the cigarette pack out of the way because i'm like this is gross and stupid i'm like do you not have a pass to get back into this shit that's so it's so ghetto. He had a cigarette pack jammed into wedge the door to keep it unlocked. That's so ghetto. So, anyways, those are uh, those are all my sponsors this week. <laughs> what? You're so weird. Um, <laughs> those just like grind my gears. Okay, so that's John's sponsorship of this week. Exactly. Sponsorship of the week. Can you think of anything, or do you want to just get into some shiz? Let's do some shiz. We've got to talk about today and all that it encompasses. Yeah, so what, today is April 28th, 2015, and yeah, buddy. did something happen six years ago exactly today? Yeah, okay, so for those of you who haven't listened to all the episodes of our podcast, 
if nothing else, after this podcast, go back and listen to season one, episodes one through three, the relationships. Yeah. So today, six years ago, John and I went out on our first date. You held my clammy hands. I'm sure they were clammy back then. We went to a nice Italian dinner in Little Italy at Cafe Diplomatico. Yeah. And then we went out because John got tickets to the Sounds concert at the Mun Club. Yeah, so like you said, if you want to hear how we got to this actual date, the first ever date, yeah. we have six hours worth, about six <laughs> hours worth of podcasts. Listen to the, again. It's actually well worth it. Well too. worth the Relationships 1, 2, and 3, the first three episodes. Mm-hmm. We have every, we have crazy stories about me and a moo moo chick. Yes. Me and Hannah Simone. Yes. You uh, not wanting to go out with me. Because you didn't like me. Exactly. It's a whole, <laughs> all kinds of stuff. So listen to that after you've done this episode. It's definitely worth it, and it proves us to why John and I have this much chemistry six years later. Exactly. You lied about knowing who Guster is. Yes, I did, all and I do it shit. again. So, so, yeah. Yeah. The one thing we said, it was really nice. Like, this isn't obviously giving anything away, but, like, John and my relationship is, like, pretty heavily based around, like, we got together based on music. Yeah. Almost, and we were talking about about this on our road trip this weekend was that like our love for like older bands and stuff like that because your dad and your mom introduced you to older stuff my brothers and my parents did Sean Batiman who came on our road trip with us he actually drove the whole way he got into this old music too so like John and I initially started bonding over the Beach Boys which is crazy. Yeah. Because uh, I felt like you let on how much you knew about the Beach Boys. I didn't say I necessarily knew a lot about the Beach Boys. Is yeah. like, I don't know who their second tour manager was from 1963. <laughs> but I just, like, they're one of my favorite all-time bands. Yeah. I love Brian Wilson. I mean, I don't know all their history. Yeah. Uh, but it's like you saying you love Guster. I'm like, oh, what's your favorite Guster song? And then five minutes later on MSN, you're like, oh, I like the song Careful in Amsterdam. Amsterdam. Dude, I know where it's at. I went on Deezer.com and looked up the entire Guster catalog and then what got ranked the highest. Deezer nuts. Yeah. So either way, though, it's been an awesome, solid six years. You definitely heard us brawling last week over some bathroom shenanigans. Um, Um, Yeah, and I also noticed that... The towels stay uneven sometimes when yeah. I'm doing my bathroom thing. Yeah, you do. But it's it should be good. So today we're just recording the podcast. We're going to go out and eat some dinner later, then just, like, hang out and, like, now that we can't watch the hockey game, probably no. just, like, hang out and watch some good, like, fashion drama on TV. <laughs> yeah. So you know what happens? So also, we, because, like... We're very chill. We don't need you. Don't need me to go get you like a diamond necklace for anniversary. What do you birth. mean? <laughs> I did not get you a diamond necklace. You better have got me a diamond bracelet. Uh, I may have gotten <laughs> you something. Well, I can't say now or whatever. Ha! But I did go to stop off and get you some flowers. Pretty, very pretty. And if anyone ever wants to get you flowers, you like colorful ones. Yes, I do. So here's what happened when I went. Jesus Christ! I dropped the pen. You're lucky that didn't go all over your leg. <laughs> so I went to get flowers, and this also could have been a sponsor today. I go, and I'm paying, and it's a very nice lady. She's like, oh, how you doing? I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. pretty good, you. She's like, you want me to cut the stem? I'm like, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> and then as she's, like, paying, as, as I'm paying for it, she's getting ready to cut them. She's kind of busy with, with me. <laughs> this, like, older gangster walks up, and he's just like, hey, man, where can I get the uh, tulips? Or, like, he starts interrupting us, and there's actually a lineup behind me, too. Oh, no. 
And he's like, oh, I'm looking for the tulips. Where can I get these? And she's mm-hmm. like, oh, these are the ones. Like, oh, yeah, I need you to show me where they are. And this, and I'm like, dude, do you not see yeah, that I'm in line? Yeah, she's doing something with you. And there's people behind us? Yeah. I'm like, I don't, I hate when people just, it doesn't register in their dumb heads that it's like, no, lines do not apply to you, asshole. Maybe it was his six-year anniversary. Maybe he had a do-rag on, so it was kind of funny. <laughs> I was very appreciative of the flowers. Yeah, and also they're nice for the apartment. They're nice for the apartment. John's really good. Like, I'm definitely not one of those conventional girls who, like, want, like, a, t- like a ton of jewelry. I don't want, like, 42 long stem roses. That's not me. I love, like, colorful flowers and, like, a cheeseburger. Yeah. So it's just, like, John got these awesome, like, carnations and, like, daisies and things. So it was, like, really beautiful. Definitely. So, yeah, well, I'm sure we'll report back next week again about what else happened on six years. Yeah. But 605, six years, I think this is I a know. good number. I think there's, uh, we've already done a lot of great things this year and it uh, should be very cool. Very exciting. So, we got a lot to talk about this week. Mm-hmm. Everything from, I can check off Dog at Subway, mm-hmm. an anniversary talk. Yeah. We have hockey, Bruce Jenner, road, <gasps> road trips, Ottawa hangs, sends game, drive homes. Creepy masked guy on the subway. So creepy. Uh, we're going to get into the segment later on as well of what can't John and Val give good totally. advice about. We have some new rules for that. Yeah. We have fan questions and headlines and everything else in between. Amazing. So where, where do you want to start this week? Uh, topical. Sure. So what's the topic of topical? The first one. Um, <laughs> hockey? Yeah, guy. Well, we got to... I got to go pee. You got to go pee? Okay. <laughs> Okay, guys, Val's in the washroom, so I'm going to do a quick freestyle until she comes out. We'll see if I can do this. Yo, 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 look at my dick. It's nice and big. Here we go down the street when I'm looking for all the girls that you meet. You know what I do when I'm in this town. I ain't going to put a frown on your face because my ass is real nice. And you know what I do, these nuts. Okay, I got to go. She's back. Did you just say these nuts? I did. I just proved how bad. I was trying to do a freestyle until you came back, but it was quite, quite bad. I the first thing I mentioned was having a big dick too. Rap about that. (laughs) So topical hockey. Yes, please. I think the last time we you saw us, the Ottawa Senators were playing Montreal, and we were down three games to none. Yes. And we needed it to go at least six games because we had tickets to Game Six. Right. So what happened? uh, What happened? Did we make it to Ottawa? So it was like this past week. Like we've been saying this like all season long. Hockey has been the most stressful thing. Like, John and I literally get chest pains during every game leading even up to the playoffs. It's been equally like we've been in the playoffs. So all of last week, some miracle happened. Wednesday's game, we won. We won. Shut out. Shut out. Okay? So then that was 3-1. to Yeah. Friday's game, we won. We won. 5-1. Yeah. Okay? Insane. We were all so stoked. Then we're like, holy shit, we're going to Ottawa. And then we get to go to the Ottawa game. It's so crazy. Like, we never thought when we purchased these tickets. Like, I don't know if you thought that, but I never thought we'd make it to game six. I did think we would make it to game six before the series started. Mm -hmm. So I thought this would be back and forth. However, when Montreal went up three games to nothing, I was like, there's no way we're going. So nuts. But, uh, you know, we ended up... Make it to game six, which meant road trip for you, me, and Sean Puff Patty. Which, okay, so we had some theories, though, because Wednesday was the first time we watched the game by ourselves. Yeah. And we are like, okay, we're back in our apartment, we're just watching it by ourselves, then we won. Okay? Yeah. Friday, we thought we were like, yes, we're going to watch this game by ourselves, blah, blah, blah. It's like everything is, like, superstitious again. 
we're going to win this game. All of a sudden, Sean Batiman texts us, and he's like, can we watch the game with you? Yeah. And come over. And we're like, okay, obviously, we're never going to turn our friends away. No. So he comes over, and I'm like, you better not curse this yeah, for it's us. Yeah, be cursed. And so then on Sunday, we're obviously all three of us, and your pops, Malin. Yeah. We're all going to go to the game together. I'm like, oh, my God, what happens if Sean is like the swing vote that screws us over? How, uh, true. However, when was the last time you went? You and I went to Ottawa and saw a winning game? It's been about four years since we've been so in Ottawa crazy. for a winning game. So either way, um, I guess this is like Sunday. We're going to road trip. Yeah, so the actual game was Sunday at 6 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And uh, Sunday morning came around and we're like, okay, 9 a.m., bright and early. We're going to meet up with Sean and he was gonna, we were going to hit the open road. Mm-hmm. When was the last time you'd been on a, a road trip? I guess in the same one you have, like in Halifax, yeah. when me, you, and Dan, like I guess that was like, what, three years ago? Yeah, it was before the podcast, because I think we yeah. definitely would have told that story. Hands down. Um, probably like, so three years ago, John, Dan, and myself flew in t- from Toronto to Halifax on Porter. Yeah. And we ended up getting a hotel in Halifax, but we rented a car as well so we could drive to like Prince Edward Island and just drive around Halifax and stuff. So that was really cool because it was like the first real road trip as an adult I've taken yeah. kind of thing. And it was crazy because me and you split the driving because Dan doesn't drive. Yeah. But we drove through like a, like a huge rainstorm. Driving from Halifax to PEI, which is about a four hour trip. In a rental car, nonetheless. Okay. And so that was a little terrifying. So Sean driving the Sunday was like way more chill. <laughs> Yeah, so I guess obviously you've never done the drive from Toronto to Ottawa or vice never. versa. Uh, it's so funny though when I was telling my dad yeah. we were going, he's like, "Oh my god, it's like eight hours." I'm like, yeah. "I'm pretty sure it's not eight hours." Uh, so it's, it's four and a bit, right. four hours and a bit, which yeah. is good. It was a it's a pretty good drive up. Like mm-hmm. I got very excited to see the big apple on the road, <laughs> which are literally that a, was so anticlimactic. Oh, there's a giant apple. I'll post a picture on Facebook and Instagram and everything, but. If you're driving to Ottawa or Toronto uh, back and forth, there's a giant apple on the side of the road. It's like, <laughs> so I, I always got happy when I was a kid driving past it because I'm like, the big apple means we're like halfway there or whatever. Mm-hmm. So that was very That's exciting. Sweet. And the ride was fun. Like we just listened to, Sean had a good playlist of music going. I definitely think the essence of a good drive is the playlist you have going. Yeah. Right? And to me, it was I think I probably enjoy that playlist a little bit more than you. Oh, it's very Beatles heavy. It was not Beatles heavy. For every, like, every, there was like one in every three songs was a Beatles song. You know what? I think what I liked about it was that it was a lot of more, like, older. Like, and Sean and I both are, like, love the 90s music a lot more, I think, than you do. Yeah, that's because he loves bands that, like, all they do is talk about runaway kids no, and missing children, don't. like, Soul Asylum. <laughs> if you listen to any Soul Asylum, Song. It's all about missing children. It's like the most depressing shit you'll ever hear. That's because the nineties were depressing. Yeah, because all the kids were running away and missing. And, or they're about like yeah, even Blind Melon. Their song about that Bumblebee girl. She's a missing kid as well. It's all. Was these, she? Well, she ran to some field by herself. I thought she just wanted to be free. Because yeah, she was missing. She's a runaway kid. What? You know that what? is the happiest sad song that ever. You know what I, ha- I think happened? To all these runaway kids from the nineties. Mm. They become. Binder kids on the streets now. <laughs> you know the binder Stop kids. The binder kids. That's what they are. <laughs> yeah, 
Even today, I walked past a binder kid. Okay, can you explain to the listeners what the hell a binder kid is? So this is not a real term. This is a John. You. This is a John term. John. We should make a new sting called John Terms. Oh, John's got some terms that he thinks are cool, but he doesn't realize he's a party boy. Maybe. Like John Dictionary. John Terms. We'll see. We have very busy, so I might not be able to make this sting today. But it's when you're walking down the street, and it's like two kids with binders, and they're like, oh, do you have a minute to stop and talk about so-and-so rights or this or that? So some might say they're trying to enlist you to do good things. Yeah, but the, the thing is, they're at every street corner. I walk home. My walk's a 45-minute walk. I'll see five separate areas of binder kids, and they've migrated from, like, busy streets to side streets just to get me. And now, like, you walk by, and they do that thing where, like, Hey, how's it going? Can I talk to you for a second? Hey, what's going on? Oh, I like your shoes. Like, they try to say something funny. How are they supposed to get your attention? Exactly. So, that's when I started doing... That's the whole reason why I started making, like, Robert De Niro face. Where they'd be like, do you have a second to talk? I'd be like... <laughs> or, like, you can't see me, but I just did, like, a Robert De Niro nodding face. <laughs> or I would start to do stuff where I would just make, like, weird face. They'd be like, do you have a minute to talk? about? Do you really do that? I do roll my eyes sometimes. Okay. But today I walk past them and they're like, hey. I didn't say anything. Like, I just walk straight and ignore them. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you listening to? I bet I can guess. I'm really good. I just Did kept, they? I didn't talk to them, so they wouldn't be able oh. to guess. Why don't you just say, sorry, I'm not interested? Oh, because they're everywhere. It's like, I want to have, I should have a badge that just says, like, don't want to talk to you. <laughs> Why do you do a podcast then? I don't want to talk to Binder Kids. I was talking to the nice flower lady. <laughs> she was very nice. Because very... you needed something from her. I don't need to. Yeah, that's true. So you only want to talk to people <laughs> when I need something. When you need something. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, that is a John term. Oh, John's got some terms that he thinks are cool, but he doesn't realize he's a party boy. <laughs> so keep going. It's really interesting to find little things about your personality six years into it. You already know these weird things. <laughs> I don't even know what we were talking. How do we get on to Binder Children? Because of the music and oh, then yeah. you're missing Runaway kids. kids. <laughs> what not. But either way, I was going to say that the commute actually to Ottawa was so fun. Like, it was so chill. Like, I think the one thing is me, you, and Sean can talk about anything for hours. Mm-hmm. And so, like, we would just, like, sing songs and then we'd just, like, shoot the shit about whatever. Like, I think we were also talking at one point about, like, the names of kids and stuff like that. Because he was saying, like, some people are naming their kids, like, really weird things these days. And we were all like, oh, no, we like strong names. And, like, then we, like, on the way back, we were talking about Bruce Jenner and, like, all that stuff. So it was just, like, I didn't find it a long commute at all. No, me neither. So, hold on. Before I forget, Mm because I want you to brag about something for a second, I'm looking at our... Garage band as we record this, and for some reason we have pictures up. Mm-hmm. And I'm seeing pictures of uh, street vendors and stuff like that. Yeah. You're all done school now. Yes. Did Did you get any of your marks back? Can you? Okay, I was gonna tell this story, and then I feel bad because okay, so I got my grades back. Having said that, there was like plentiful things I did throughout this term in this course I was doing at Ryerson. And I didn't get any grades back. I had tests. I had, like, one-off assignments. I had two giant projects I had to do. Mm -hmm. A presentation, like, and just, like, regular homework and participation. I never saw one grade from this teacher. Right. So she was always like, it's tax season. I can't do this right now. (laughs) I have to show a house. I can't do this right now. And so we finally get our grades 
last late last week. The class had been over for a week at this point. Yeah. They're so arbitrary. I, I did really well. Okay. I did fairly you, well. You did awesome. That's why I wanted I did, you to talk. You, yeah. Okay. So you, I got basically like 95 in the class. You got nine. How are you like, oh, I did okay. I did I'm okay. Like, Be- I need okay. Fun. This is why I, I, I say I did okay. I, okay. One, I know I have a really intense idea of what my grade should be. That's fair. Having said that, I equally think a teacher's job is to give you some sort of feedback because otherwise then when you stack it up against things like, oh, it's tax season, I have no time to mark these, these grades are so ridiculous and based on nothing. Yeah. Like I have no idea why I only got 80% on participation when I was the only one who talked sometimes. You got 80% participation? Yeah. They give marks for part. She gave like marks for participation in like in class projects. How did you only get eighty percent? I have absolutely no idea. That's some bullshit. Some bullshit. But then I felt bad because okay, my last project, the poster I did on John, which you can see on the Facebook page, which is awesome of his forehead. My giant ass forehead. <laughs> that project I ended up getting ninety five on. Okay. Which I was really proud about because I actually was proud of the book I made in the end. Yeah. Having said that, one of the girls in my class emailed me because she was so pissed off because she only got 72 on it. Overall on the project? On the project. Didn't she make like a house out of like popsicle sticks or something? No! I just, okay, so either way, people don't be mad if you get grades that aren't the greatest from teachers who clearly don't want to be there. Yeah. But then uh, having said that, also always have an opportunity to grade your teacher. Exactly. So that was your school experience. I had a bit of a school experience as well. What? We're fast forwarding a bit. We'll talk more about this. But when we got to Ottawa. Oh my God! You have to read some of those messages. I'll read. So I'll go get that now. But uh, I go upstairs to our bed, to my bedroom, to drop our shit off. And my mom had like my grade, my high school graduation yearbook. Can you please put it on that, or can you come read it on here? I'll come read it. So, but I was gonna say. I'm looking through it, and one person, I didn't know who he was, called me the N-word in it. <laughs> I want to see, hold on, if I have my yearbook in that as well. Did you find a yearbook? I found oh. one of my yearbooks, too. This is the most depressing. I'll sh- I should take a picture. How many? <laughs> I have one, two. I have, like, five people wrote mine. Oh, my God. You have, like, 30 different people message. Oh, my God. Look how many. You have pages and pages of notes. Meanwhile, I have five. No, well, I was also on the yearbook well. committee. Hold on, let me take, a, try and take a picture to show the, I'll take a picture and we'll post this as well to show the difference. <laughs> Who wrote all this? Oh, it's from Miranda. Okay, so here, let me read a couple of mine real quick. And you don't have to read all these things. No. So, um, here's one person wrote, John, why, why are you so hot? <laughs> Which I, I feel like she was, like, patronizing me there. A little bit. That's a little patronizing. I got one from Mr. Danimal Craig. Okay. Uh, DC, he wrote, Johnny, remember Cuba. Sweet times, eh? With the Smith & Co. diet. Good luck in the future. Come see me in T.O. <laughs> Not only would I come see you in T.O., you're the, I followed you here, which sounds yes. really weird. There was that one. Someone wrote, yo, 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 what's up, N-word? Yo, props for macking up with the biddies. On your grad trip, guy. And for your little grad present, lots... Wait, hold on. Good luck in university, guy. Keep in touch over the years. Peace out, yo, your N-word, Enron. <laughs> I don't know what this guy was calling me the N-word, but... That's so brutal. So there's stuff like that. Um, someone said, word up to my homies. 
to my home slice John. So you were always gangster then. Yeah, that was my peak of my gangsterness. Uh, see, I had like random like girly things people wrote up. It's like, hey Val, hope this year is good as the last win. My friend Dre, who I'm still friends with, is like, hey Val, I'm so happy that we became friends this year. You're so nice, sweet, and funny. I hope we have class next year together, but even if we don't, give me a call sometime. Keep on laughing. Love you, girl. What grade is this, dude? Uh, what year is this? 97, 98. So I just started school, I think. Gotcha. Um, but my favorite one is, I'm just going to read some of Miranda's. Miranda actually has the worst handwriting. So she's like, Valerie, my darling, my badminton buddy. I met Miranda playing badminton because we both couldn't play because of our boobs, essentially. Okay. <laughs> my Austin partner, the co-writer of my trilogy, my pal, as Simon would say, what the hell are you thinking giving me free reign on a whole page? That's like giving a pyromaniac a box of matches and some kerosene. You know I'm just going to spew crap for a whole page. Jesus. Yeah. And then That's she, she funny. wrote in like marker for an entire page. And then apparently we're going to Alaska. Yeah. Um, there's other people. Let's see what Lillian wrote. Where the hell is she writing? She... Oh, it's so hard to find hers amongst all the written notes from people. We'll take pictures of. Okay, wait. Here, Lillian. Hi, Val. I'm so glad I met you. I always look forward to religion class because of you. The InSync story, Justin's mine. <laughs> Love you. Don't change. Who would have known? <laughs> Wow. <coughs> Beginning of a lot of friendships there, it seems like. I'm actually friends with a lot of these people still on Facebook. So, guys, if you're from my high school and you listen to the podcast and you feel like you wrote in my yearbook, uh, message John and myself. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Is this taking you down memory lane right now? It's kind of creepy, actually. I'm trying to, like, read some of these, like, letters. Like, so weird. Apparently, I really did, like, sync a lot. Oh, yeah, if it's, like, the late 90s, that's when they were, like, about to do their shit. Yeah. So, before we talk more hockey stuff, mm-hmm. like, the ro- I, I guess we fig- we finished that road trip. Like, it was fun. It went by quickly. We made some pit stops. I do have one creepy thing What's to say. That? So, like, I don't know when you guys were younger and, like, we were talking about this when we were driving. You know how, like, if it was, like, a long car ride, but obviously with kids, it's, like, anything above, like, an hour is almost longer. Yeah. So, you'd have to go to, like, those road stops. Yeah. So, you know, like, they've changed so much since I remember what they used to look like. Like, when my parents and I used to, like, and my brothers used to drive to, like, Florida when we were, like, really young. Like, I'm talking, I was probably, like, five, like, Mm -hmm. five to eight. The was... Oh, hold on a second. (laughs) Sorry, keep going. I'm literally telling a story about my parents and my parents just called and I've ignored the call. So (laughs) I'm, like, actually the worst daughter ever. (laughs) Um, But either way... Remember when you were younger, and I don't know if you guys had this, because I know your family did a lot of road trips, the roadside stops would just be, like, wooden things with, yeah. like, a toilet and stuff like that. Now, all of a sudden, you drive into them, and they look like a giant shopping mall almost with, like, Tim Hortons, or like, a brioche market. Yeah, and, they're like, fancy now. They're so fancy. So they don't no longer seem like things where people go to get, like, murdered. No. And, like, they're super dirty. Like, I never used the bathroom in them, but this time around but yeah, yeah. uh no yeah it, i remember that those drives they definitely renovated the hell out of those roadside yeah. stops which was cool because your mom was saying that you always wanted to go and get like mcdonald's and oh, stuff like that yeah. when you guys would do 
field trip or road trips and, road. and field trips. Field trip. But um, my parents, my I always remember, and my parents still have it. This blue cooler. Yeah. And my mom would pack like sandwiches oh, and that's stuff the like worst. that. No, they're so good. No, they're good, but it's like I just wanted to fuck around with the McDonald's. We and, would get like that like once in a while, yeah. but this is also to the point where it's like. The first time I've ever had Swish LA was like after I graduated university. What? Yeah. Girl, you crazy. Ugh. Anyway, but yeah, so I just found it so like I was so floored to see these rest stops because I haven't seen one in like twenty five years. Setting your standards high on, on this road trip. Yeah, eh? it's crazy. It was uh, I was floored that the roadside stops were my big apple. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> right? I can't Done. be mad at that. Exactly. Keep going. Okay. Do you want to read an article or answer a fan question? Fan question. Okay. Do you have one or do you want me to do one? Yeah. Who? I can do one. Okay. Um, where is Log it? on to your big eye, nice iPad over there. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> Our friend Ethan in Boston. What's up, Ethan? Asks, what would people hear if they could read my mind. Your mind? Yeah. What would they hear? Yeah. They would hear, I just picture. What do you feel is going on in my head? <laughs> do you guys remember the Super Bowl podcast we did with you, Ferris, and Maddie? Yeah. I imagine three very loud, high-pitched voices like that just going a mile a minute being like, what are we doing for dinner? What am I going to do next week? Who's coming over? I got to see this person. I haven't seen that. I just picture like there are no rest in there. I don't know what they're saying, but there's a lot of voices going crazy. Is that accurate? I think so. <laughs> and then one person would be like, damn, dog, I get some chips later tonight. That that would be my guess. See, the funny part is, is that John took what I feel like is what is in his head right out of my mouth, which would be, damn, dog, what am I going to watch? Big sticks today. Yeah. You finally got it right. <laughs> so, that is pretty much accurate, yeah. yeah I was like, damn, I got to put on some pants now. <laughs> so, that's what I feel like. And this is why I think John and I work really well together. Because I probably am like 90% energy. And John is like, meh. I'm the mellow. You're the mellow. Yeah. So it took it takes a lot to get John out of the house. But you do like it once we get you out. Yeah. We should call this episode the mellow Malin and the frantic. <laughs> Gomez? Yeah. We need a G word. It's all about alliteration. That's we'll figure true. it out later. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was Ethan's question. All right. I got a question as well. Okay. Do you want to hear from Neil, George, Ben, or Kate, or Jason? Neil. Neil in Vancouver says, what is your favorite and least favorite thing about doing a podcast? Ha! Good question, Neil. Okay, so my favorite thing about doing the podcast is actually listening to the podcast afterwards while I commute. Like, we have friends who are like, oh, your podcast is so long. Like, some of our closest friends don't even listen to the podcast, which it's totally fine. I totally get it. Yeah. But we're like, you don't have to listen to a podcast in its entirety. Hell no. You can break it up in, like, shifts, especially because I feel like we tell stories in, like, increments and whatnot. Yeah. So my favorite part of the podcast is actually... <laughs> Listening to yourself talk. Listening to our stories. Or, like, when we have guests on and stuff. It's so funny. I love listening to them when I commute in the morning or commute back at night and stuff. It's, like, the perfect 20-minute pick-me-up. Yeah, I definitely like just, like, the creativity about it. Because mm -hmm. I like a lot of times just us telling stories. But then we'll do, like, fun segments, like, either you and I will mm -hmm. think about... 
or you know play like games like hit the post where you gotta be funny or yeah. you go back and listen to like the late night shows we did or like the ones yeah. where we got that i got we both got abducted by aliens and <laughs> stuff like that so i like that kind of like craziness like out of left field yeah. episodes What's your least favorite part? I think my least favorite part, which I'm actually happier now because we don't do it anymore, is recording <laughs> it on the weekend Yeah. before. Because it's like, sometimes it's just like, I don't even know how this happens. John and I are so friggin' busy, and sometimes I think we create things to do just so we'll have stuff for the podcast, but it's never the case. So on weekends, we used to record them a lot. It would kind of be like, oh, that's like an hour and a half of us just like we could just be chilling and enjoying the day so it's like I love the fact that we would record the podcast on a Monday. Yeah. Because it feels like okay, just like bang it out. We're both like usually hungry, mm-hmm. kind of thing. But it's like we're more energetic. I find when we do it on a Monday. Yeah, mine. This one, this one, this might be my least favorite part. Is I like doing it on a Monday too. But we do it before dinner, and we do it usually when we get home from work. So we don't really have – we have maybe, like, a little snack. Yeah. But I find right around this time, which is happening between now, I get very hungry. I know. I get a food headache. This is where Adam would say I put the potatoes in the oven or something. Exactly. But we're going out to dinner (laughs) tonight. I wonder if the keg delivers. <laughs> oh, oh my God! Delivered keg at home. Would I be know that'd best. be like so badass. That'd be the tits right there. So, yeah. Yeah. There was one point where John and I, when we started dating, um, I don't even know what year it was. Like it's probably like our third year when we were dating, like around the Halifax trip, maybe. Yeah. We would go to the keg all the time. Once a week, at least. Once a week, as if we were friggin' like made of jewels and like got paid in gold bricks. We were going there ordering drinks, appetizers, steaks, salads. Like, it's crazy. Amongst having, like, friggin' mad cow disease, we probably had from so much red meat. We were going so often, we made friends with all the weights. I know. It was so nuts. This guy invited us to his house for, like, a poetry slam or something (laughs) like that. Quintessential 90s hang. Exactly. Um, But, yeah, so I think we might end up going to the keg tonight. Yeah. Let's let's do one more fan question, then we'll get back into our auto trip. Okay. This one, do you want me to do it? Or yeah. This one comes, and then we can do one if you have one after. This comes from Jason in Ottawa, and he says, what is the hardest you've ever laughed? I, I saw this. I, like, I'll, If you don't have your answer right away, it looks like you do. But I feel like you guys would know. Well, the, the thing is you're very, you laugh a lot. I laugh a lot. It doesn't take much to get me going. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Uh, there's definitely been times I've done like actual spit takes where I've spit out drinks from laughing. Yeah. But one of the hardest I can actually remember, um, was when we, do you remember when the very first Austin Powers came out? What was that? Like, was that mid 90, like 98, probably. 97? probably when that, cause Miranda and me were talking about yeah. it. Yeah. So I was probably about 12 when it first came out and I remember watching mm-hmm. it on DVD or VHS, whatever it was at the time with my folks. Mm-hmm. And that's when I was like 12, 13. And you know, you're going now from like watching PG movies, to like PG 13. So mm-hmm. I just remember, do you remember the scene where he just, I'd never ever heard anyone talk like, I'm so horny, baby. And like, <laughs> yeah. he's talking about being horny and like all this sex, these sex jokes I'd never heard before. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I remember trying not to laugh so much because it's like inappropriate for your mom. <laughs> yeah. But just when he's like, oh, I make you horny. I was like, this is the funniest shit. <laughs> It was just like I remember laughing so hard, like my side hurt from That's that. That's awesome. I'm sure there's been other stuff since I've been I think a growing there's, up. Yeah, like I think it's like I know for the most part, like I laugh so hard when I'm with like you, Miranda, Chris, and like Sean and every like Ferris and everybody. I'm sure there's times where like I'll like cry from laughter yeah. at like dinner parties and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't think of any specific time, 
But I need Miranda here because I know there was one part where she'd always get me to sing the potato potato song, okay. and I I just couldn't say it, and then I would start laughing of, like whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think Miranda's first episode, you did a lot of laughing in the background of this. Yeah. About pet peeves and stuff. Yeah, so funny. Yeah. Do you have a question or do you want to get back into the stories? If you... Nope, I got a question. Okay. If you had to become a woman, <laughs> what would you want to look like? Like which woman? No, no, no. Like what features would you want? Like what would be important to you to look like as a woman? Uh, slender, long hair, a little bit of makeup, not too much. I want to be able to wear like a crop top, skinny <laughs> jeans. I wouldn't fuck around with high heels. Nice like uh, boat shoes. You're like so legit about this. Yeah. It's like you haven't ready. I'd want to, I'd want to look like, I, I think both of my sisters are very... Mm-hmm. They're nice looking ladies. Mm-hmm. I think my older sister, I would, I, I could see myself looking, looking like your sister. Like sister. She, yeah, she's great style. Mm-hmm. She, uh, she wears crop tops. I, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. But uh, anyone who knows my sister, that would be that. This sounds. This is just getting creepy now. Yes, but you want to be your sister. Yeah. So if you wanted to be a boy, what would you want to look like? Um, I think for me, I would definitely want to be like def like tall. Yeah. Right, like. At least like five ten to like six two. Yeah. But then I think for me like not being like super ripped, but I like guys who have like upper body strength. So like that part is like lean. I would definitely want to have like scruff, kind of thing. I'd got here yeah, something. Yeah, scruff. I have a neck. I have a neared. I grew a playoff neared the last two. Anyways, weeks. and then I would want. I definitely would have to have good hair. Yeah. Because having like. Being bald is not something I'd be okay with. Big and bald. Never. A good, that was a good question. Yeah. Would uh, you want to be chesty? Uh, yes. And have a big apple bottom? Big, uh, I'd like, yeah, I'd say like some, give me some 36 C's and like a ass I won't quit. <laughs> oh, you just spit on me in my mouth. You did? You did. No, I didn't. Move over there. I'm not going to lie about you spitting on me. I would want to be able to have the ass where you can put like a champagne bottle on it like that Kim Kardashian picture. <laughs> like the paper bag Yeah, cover? exactly. <laughs> what? Okay, so let's talk some Ottawa, then we'll get into one yeah. of our games. So we arrive in beautiful Kanata, Ontario. Yeah, we do. And it was great. Uh, oh, yeah, it was also funny. Halfway through the trip, uh, Pops Mallon calls us. He's like, John, I'll get you guys subs. <laughs> I just need all your orders. And I'm thinking to myself, like, oh, wouldn't this just be easier to get, like, two pizzas <laughs> than to get, like, six different subs? We all have, like, the most in- ridiculous orders, too. Yeah, and I'm like, I can just picture the poor girl at, like, the Canada Centrum subway being, seeing my dad and be like, hello, sir, how are you? Him being like, good, can I get six subs, please? <laughs> and then, like, people behind him be like, oh, God. <laughs> I get mad when the person in front of me orders two subs. <laughs> So it was very nice. He got us all subs. He got but. us all subs, and he got us, like, all the exact subs we wanted. Yeah. And, like, John ordered first in the car, and I ordered second. And I felt so bad because I couldn't tell, like, if your dad just couldn't hear what you were saying. It's because you guys are yelling like assholes. We were laughing so hard, John and I, because you would be like, salt, salt and pepper, no, white bread. <laughs> like, toasted. Toasted, right? And so I said my order, and it would be like a little mayo and yeah. a little like Italian dressing or whatever. And then like Sean went, and his order was even more crazy than my order. 
And then, like, randomly your dad ended up calling back to be like, does Sean want that toasted? You're like, like, Sean Puff Batty, does he want it toasted? I like the nicknames. So that was, like, really awesome because we were starving. Like, all we had was, like, a box of Timbits. (laughs) And, like, carrots and, like, (laughs) bananas. But, yeah, it was great. We got there, saw Mom's Mal and Pop's Mal. We all got to, like, catch up, hang out, saw Katie. Yeah. And it was nice. It was so nice outside. We got to, like, hang out in the backyard porch yeah, area. on the deck. On the deck, have some drinks and just just mm-hmm. see everyone and just hang out, which was a lot of fun. Yeah, it kind of felt like obs- like weird that we were there because the last time we went to see your family was over Christmas. Yeah. And obviously, like, that felt more planned out. Like, we literally called your parents on, like, Saturday to be like, yep, we're coming. Yeah. Kind of thing. And we were there for such a short period of time, but it just felt like we did a lot that day. Yeah, now, did I act any differently when I first drove into Canada? Did I change any features or anything This is so like ridiculous. That? Okay, so, like, the entire drive on Saturday, it's so sunny, and Sean and I are sitting in the front. Sean has his sunglasses on. I have my sunglasses on. There may be some points where the clouds cover the sun. Sean takes his glasses off. John yeah. is sitting fully, no sunglasses, in the nope. back of the car. Nope. Literally. It is, like, beyond sunny when we get into Ottawa, and it's just like blaring. John still doesn't have sunglasses on. We literally get out of the car on John's driveway at his parents' house. Does John now put on his sunglasses? And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> like, you're such a loser where it's like, you don't wear your sunglasses when you need them for actual reasons, but you do it to be cool. Look, when I'm back home in Canada, I gotta be swagged out. I gotta have a badass bitch on my one side. <laughs> I gotta be at least with the friend who's over six foot one <laughs> to my other side. Are we like your entourage? Yeah. You're like, hoping people see you. Well, look at my, my yearbook. Three people wrote in it. <laughs> one of which was Dan. One of which called me the N-word over and over again. It's like, I gotta be cool if I see anyone. Because they'll be like, well, look at this guy. These two cool friends and this badass bitch next to him. <laughs> And then I was like, I just don't like sunglasses. But it was just so ridiculous. You put them on to literally, like, walk up your driveway and knock on your door. Then the minute you got into the house, you took them off. <laughs> I'm inside now. Or you spit on me. But you do the same thing in New York. Yeah, because I want to look like a cool guy. Why don't you just wear your sunglasses? Because I hate sun. I don't like glasses. I don't like sunglasses. I don't like glasses. I got to wear sunglasses with certain outfits. Why don't you wear a hat? I can't pull off a hat. And... <laughs> That's the guy who has like four fedoras yeah. in his clock. I'm not a hat guy either. You give me a weird look. So anyway, so I thought that that was like hilarious. That was pretty good, and then uh, it was very nice. Pops Mountain supplied us with some drinks, so we had a couple brews, mm-hmm. and then it was time to get ready for the game. <gasps> but let's before we get into the actual hockey adventures and everything, mm-hmm. why don't we play a game? Okay. Do you want to play either Hit the Post or What Can't We Give Good Advice About? What Can't We Give Advice About? Okay, so this is another round of What Can't Val and John Give Advice About? What Can't John and Val Give Advice About? Damn, dog. Their roses really smell like boo hoo hoo. So, the game's going to be a little different this week because I'm tweaking it every week. Last week I just gave out uh, suggestions and we both had to give good advice. Mm-hmm. This is what I want to do this week is I have two different subjects. I'm going to ask you a question and you have to give good advice because we always say we give the best advice about every yeah. subject ever, right? Right. We do not steer people wrong. We're no. always right about everything. So I figure why not we, how about we come up with some uh, great advice for each other? Okay. So I have some for you. Do you have any for me? Yes. Who do you want to go first? You. So you want me to ask you the question? Yeah. 
Okay, my first one, uh, piece of advice I would love from you is how, to, how do you deal with peer pressure? Ooh, how do I deal with peer pressure? When it comes to drinking, I give into it. <laughs> <laughs> that's not peer pressure, that's a fun time. Right? So, I don't know. I think for me, it depends on what kind of peer pressure. I'm kind of like a loose cell anyway. Is it like, oh, do you guys want to come party? And I'll be like, oh, no, I'm tired. And then people egg me on. I'll be like, yeah, okay, I'll rally for 10. Right? This isn't good advice at all. I know, I know. But I think for other kinds of like peer pressure, I think it's just like, do what makes you feel comfortable if you're not in your comfort zone and you feel like what you're going to be doing is wrong or like um badly affects somebody or yourself uh short term long term i don't think it's worth it to do it if you're hesitant about it at all i like that good good mm -hmm. good advice do you have some for me now yeah what is your advice on girls who want to develop too early ooh you know what girls of the world out there mm -hmm. I, I understand 2015 there's slut shaming there is online shaming mm -hmm. you look at people like Sofia Vergara and her full bodyness, and you want to be like all that all caked up with makeup yeah there's so much time for that I'm talking to like mm -hmm. 12 13 14 you know what 18 year old girls too you as well you're beautiful as is first start with being beautiful inside and worry about being beautiful on the outside later because <laughs> you know what Guys are pigs. They will. They want anyone. You can be as homely as possible. It does not matter. Don't develop too early. You could be the most undeveloped person yeah. in the world, and a guy still wants you. So be good, kind, beautiful on the inside, and then don't worry about it until you get older and you understand what's going on. Okay. I think that was I good. I think that was good advice. Okay, I have one more for you. Yeah, I have one more too. Okay, how do you deal with uh, waking up and having a nightmare? <laughs> right? I usually try and wake you up and you never wake up so I'm stuck there. Um, it's so stressful. I think when I wake up when I have a nightmare, I like, okay, so here's another fun fact. I have a big teddy who I sleep with and I call him the protector. I instantly go and reach for the big teddy. Yeah. Right? And then I try and wake up John but he never wakes up. So then I usually try and think about Benjamin. Yeah. Um, Who's your little nephew? Yeah, in Savannah now. And so it's just like try and get out of it and just like pray to God that none of my like limbs are close to the edge of the bed. Nice. Yeah, that works for yeah. me. And I never look at the door no. because I found when I was younger in my parents' house, did you see the movie It? Oh, of course. When you were really young? Yeah, of course. So Stephen King's the movie It about the killer clown, my brother, asshole that he was, made me watch this movie when I was super young. And I remember my bedroom facing my parents' bedroom and we always used to sleep with our doors open when I was younger in case, like, obviously, like, I screamed or something. Um, but you know when your eyes are, like, getting comfortable with the darkness and they start forming outlines and stuff? I could always see an outline inside my parents' door through my door. And it freaked me out because I always thought it was Pennywise. Oh. Ugh. So, yeah, I always had nightmares about that. Oh, that's not good, but that was good advice. Yeah. So the other advice would be just don't let your brain run when you're already scared. I like it. Yeah. Do you have one more for me? What would you say to people who want to be a lone wolf? Uh, it's, there's nothing wrong with wanting some alone time. Everyone every day should spend some time by themselves just to get to know themselves, just to hang out, to get away from the hustle and bustle. But it's also important to make relationships relationships, and, or relationships, whether <laughs> it be that. But it's good to get out there and obviously connect with the world you don't want to be disconnected in this day and age it's easy to stay behind your computer and type away to the world or blog or listen to music 
and which is fine. You can do that. Sometimes mm-hmm. you need to do that, but sometimes it's also good to get physical human contact. I understand it's tough sometimes if you got clam hands and you don't want to shake someone's <laughs> hand or, or this or that, but you got to get out there and just say hi to people, whether they're a flower girl or if they're binder children, just get out there mm-hmm. and um, just take it on. I mean, we're not going to be here forever. We're here for a good time, not a long time, right? <laughs> that would be my advice. And that is... What can't John and Val give good advice about? What can't John and Val give advice about? Damn, dog. Their roses really smell like boo-hoo-hoo. That was really good, I think. I think so. Uh, do you have a, a fan question or an article before we get back into... Let's do an article. Sure. So, I was reading my favorite weird news on HuffPost, and there is a guy, or two guys actually, in Alaska... Who stole, how many was it? 80 deep dish pizzas. Dang. And the total of them came up to like $1,100 or something. Yeah. And so they stole it from this like, uh, they were like frozen deep dish pizzas. They stole them, but tried to sell them back to some police officers. Really? Yeah. And so basically the two suspects named John Kazada, who was 29, and Louis Ozeza, who's 21, called the Gamble Police Department offering to sell them some pizzas to some cops on duty. The hell? And so it was so funny because the cops actually recovered 75 of the pizzas, but I guess six are still missing. Heaven forbid six be missing. I know. So it just is really funny. So the guys were charged with second-degree burglary and second-degree theft. Jesus. So I just found it, like, hilarious that it's like, do you really care? It's like, you just stole some pizzas. Like, that's not real shit. How high are you to want to sell them? Like, are you selling them back to the cops because you're trying to see how much shit you can get away with? Yeah. It's like, oh, it's so easy to steal these. Let's see if we can get away with more crazy shit. So you just said something funny. You're like, oh, how high were we? Yeah. So the other funny story coming off of 420 last week, which was one of our crazy stories, was there's this thing called, I was going to call it the Cannabis Creamery, Mm. but it's called Coal Stone Sunday. Yeah. Which is... An ice cream parlor that serves really good um, marijuana ice cream. So (laughs) it's this place in, where the hell, it's based in Florida. It's an ice cream factory that makes pothead dreams come true. Nice. So you basically, yeah, it's called A Day with the Cannabis Creamery founder. Um, He ended up actually making an award-winning mint chocolate chip top with a banana split, Yum. but it's like seared with joints oh my kind God. of thing. And so his journey um, began when he wanted to make the first batch of THC-infused ice cream at home. Yeah. Um, but honestly, he's like, be warned, weed ice cream hits faster than other edibles because it doesn't take your body long to digest. And it gives you brain freeze. So like, maybe, basically, that the guys in Alaska... Had a bunch of this, and they got a munchie ah. run, so they had to steal 81 pizzas. That is crazy. That's... It's so... It blows my mind. Well, I got one funny article kind of along the same uh, point as this. Okay. So, a thief stole a bulky ice cream freezer at a Florida uh, Petro station under the nose of a sleeping cashier. Okay. Video of the incident shows the suspect taking about 15 minutes to heave the cooler away from the Fort Lauderdale suburb of Oakland Park. He struck at 409 on a Thursday morning, walked up um, to the convenience store clerk to find him snoozing on the other side of the window. 
Footage shows him looking closely at the employee for a minute and then goes to the camera before making an obscene gesture. The sneaky thief examines the cooler from various angles before slowly dragging it away from the wall so as not to rouse the sleeping cashier. <laughs> so basically, a cashier was asleep and the guy stole a big freezer. <laughs> yeah. It reminds me of when we were at the uh, shoe store mm-hmm. and the one guy working there was asleep. I'm like... I know! We were in there for like five minutes. So I'm brutal. like, should we just jack some shoes right now? Nah, knowing him, he'd have like a freaking shiv or whatever on him. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I thought that was pretty that funny. That was funny. Okay, that was awesome. Some good stories there. Some good stories. So we hop in the car in Ottawa on yeah. our way to Canadian <gasps> Tire Center to see your Ottawa Senator. So stressful. So you, me, Pop Smell, and Sean Puff Daddy Combs mm-hmm. are going to the game. Again, mm-hmm. three of us are ho- uh, Sens fans. Sean's a Montreal fan mm-hmm. and my dad was pumped we're all pumped my dad's like you know what playoffs we're doing this big I'm getting ballet parking for us yeah which is awesome because it, it is a zoo if you want to try and park in the like yeah. the, uh, where the common folk park like fuck that <laughs> yeah. I'm too high class I'm too fancy for that so we get into the building and I was a little bit nervous because we bought the tickets on StubHub mm-hmm. I'm like Mm, I really hope these tickets aren't counterfeit. We don't have an MSG situation on our hands. So I'm like, I'm going to make sure I go first, make sure the ticket works. My heart's pounding harder than it mm-hmm. was during an actual hockey game. Mm-hmm. And thank God they all work. Yeah, which yeah. Subhub's pretty, like, credible. Uh, pretty credible. So we get in there, and we, uh, you and I are usually used to pretty good seats, 100 level behind the glass. <laughs> Could not quite get those tickets this no. time around, so we got the nosebleeds. We, I have never sat this high in my life. It was the <laughs> steepest walk ever. Yeah. And so, like, I know, like, when we go to, like, the Sky Dome for baseball games, like, we'll never sit in the 500s. Like, you can't see shit. But these ones were really, these were really good seats. Like, you can see the arena perfectly um, we were sitting, like, for two of the periods, The all the action was happening in front of us, which was awesome. Yeah. Um, so we were directly behind one of the goalie nets, like, in row R yeah. in the 300s or something. We were basically second last row at the top. Yeah. Which but it was still fine. Like, it was super funny. It was rowdy. It was, like, hilarious. It was, like, just fun. Yeah, we all had rally flags, yeah. towels at each one of our seats. And uh, it was great. Like, it, it was fun. There was a lot of... Mainly Ottawa, but I'd say 60-40 for Ottawa to Montreal fans. There was a few Montreal fans in our section, which was great for Sean, so like they could all cheer. Uh, But it was crazy, like the atmosphere. Mm -hmm. People were buzzing because we were down three to two in the series. If we win this, we force a game seven. Uh, and just before the game started, you had the, a great idea of actually pulling out the phone. Yeah, I didn't realize, like, I was like, I always get nervous when I pull out my iPhone, and I was like, I'm going to try to record something remote for the podcast, and so we literally replayed the audio last night before we went to bed, and I was like, holy shit, it's so clear. So here's a clip from us right before the game starts at the Canadian Tire Center in Ottawa. This that six or five remotes. You're a fool for this one, baby. Coming to you live from the Canadian Tire Center in Ottawa. This is game six of the Stanley Cup playoffs for the Habs versus your Ottawa Senators. We are just minutes away from the drop of the puck. I'm very nervous right now. It's okay. We got one Habs fan sitting to John's right, possibly your left. Go Habs, go! <laughs> and one Pops Mallet sitting possibly to Sean Batiman's <laughs> Say hi. Hi. <laughs> We're recording for the podcast. Just like oh, a quick segment. So, yeah, we uh, just took a four-hour road trip from beautiful downtown Toronto up to Kanata, Ontario. 
and we're watching the Zambonis go around, and uh, I'm too nervous. I don't know what to say right now. Say yeah. hat sucks central. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, we got our, our records red, so that should help. We're also in the steepest seat, so yeah. I'm no, we also got valley parking. We <laughs> have nothing but the best. Valley parking, and Sean got a Creamore because no. French people don't like records red. That's it. Okay, bye. No sons go. It's that six or five remotes. You're a fool for this one, baby. Oh, I'm reliving that moment now. I'm so excited. <laughs> so I might post this video as well, but it was crazy when. The uh, national anthem went, everyone had their rally towels, mm. tags, <laughs> and it was crazy to see like 22,000 people swirling totally. their... I took a video because it was just like kind of in awe. I'd never been to I've a, a been playoff either. game before. None of us had. None of us. And I'm like, it's crazy. The Sens have made the playoffs yeah. 15 of the last 18 years. And I'm like, I'd never yeah. been to a game. I thought it was just really awesome because like, it, it's like the whole series has been so like quick and so back and forth. And stuff like that, and even this was like the end result was only one nothing, but it was just like such a high energy game. Like it was just so stressful to watch. Yeah. Now, well, we I know a lot of people aren't necessarily hockey fans, so I just have a couple things to say about yeah. this game. Then we'll move on. It was bullshit. Bullshit game for sure. So Montreal won two nothing. One of those goals being an empty net. What I read today was Montreal's first goal shouldn't have counted because. Uh, Gallagher scored for Montreal, but before he got the puck, one of the Montreal players did an illegal hand pass, which no one blew the, uh, no ref blew the whistle. This guy does an illegal hand pass, gets it to Gallagher, he scores a goal. So a that goal never should have counted. And didn't he like slap it in? So wouldn't it have been like a like a like a high like stick? Yeah, it wasn't necessarily a high stick, but the puck should have been whistled dead before he even got it. Now comes to the time when Pajot uh, scores for us allegedly. Carey Price thinks he has a puck. He doesn't. He never has a puck at all. Pajot takes it, scores in the net. Guess what? The ref thought the ref blew a whistle because he saw Carey Price sitting there like he had the puck. When in fact he didn't. They do not allow our goal, which is a clean, clear goal. Which is such bullshit, especially when you know that the result before we had an empty net was like it was only a one nothing game. Exactly. So it could have huge like, implication. Huge implication. It could have gone so many other ways. The weird thing was was that. They kept blowing the whistle for some fucking reason. So it just felt like the Habs had refs on their side. Like, I don't know. It's I was a better just like, business deal for the Habs. It is, obviously. Such so it was so depressing. It was, But it was still, like, such an awesome experience to be in that environment and, like, go out. Like, it was such a great season. It was a lot. They weren't even supposed to make the they playoffs. They weren't supposed to make it. Your dad had a blast. Sean had a blast. Yeah, like, we had a blast. Good for Sean. His team. I'm, yeah. You know what? At least one of us... Got to see a winning team. And we got to see, like, the deciding game. So everyone shook hands. And we got to see the Sens, like, raise their sticks at the end, which yeah. I thought was nice. I'm incredibly proud of them. And now, like, we got our, our main stars. Carlson nominated for the Norris Trophy again. Yeah, boom. And Mark Stowe nominated for the Rookie. Yeah, Calder Trophy for Rookie of the Year, which has not been won since. Do you know who? Alfie! Exactly. So... I think we learned, again, we haven't been to a winning game in Ottawa in about four years. No. We, so apparently we can only watch Sens games on the road. <laughs> yeah. Which is very, not as cheap as going to Ottawa. Maybe but. we can go to Buffalo next time. Yeah. So that was fun. Uh, a lot of fun overall. I had some stadium pizza, which I definitely wanted to yeah, fuck with. Yeah, definitely fucked with that. Yeah. And then we left, and it was a little crazy. Like, the valet parking, people were like, oh my god, the lineup for valet parking. I park. know. But you know, realistically, it took us... 
15 minutes yeah. to get out, which was... Which is nothing in, compared to what it could have been. Like an hour and a half. And from there, it was great. My dad took us to this fantastic little pub. Mm-hmm. It's a British pub. British pub. So the four of us went and just sat down and had some drinks and mm-hmm. some food and just kind of hung out and talked and stuff. Yeah. So that was like... It was a lot of fun. And like, we yeah. only were in Ottawa for about 24 hours. Totally. And we did a lot of stuff, which was great. And uh, then the next morning before we left, it was nice. We... We woke up and made my mumsy some French <laughs> yeah. toast and we made breakfast for everybody. It's really sweet because your mom is always like, obviously like most adorable mother. She's like, what can I do for you guys in the morning? She's like, I'll make you guys breakfast. And John is a sucker for anything that his mom makes. So he was like, she's like, oh, what do you want? And he, she's like, oh, I can make French toast. And you're like, oh, I won't say no to French toast. It's insulting to my mom if I say no, I don't want French toast. <laughs> I don't want to hurt her feelings. So your dad was taking the piss out of you. But bless your heart, your mom's a nurse and she works like banana hours. Yeah. Right? So she was actually sleeping in, which I'm glad about because mm-hmm. she looked zonked the night before too. So you and I actually ended up waking up and like I was setting the table and John ended up making French toast for everyone yeah uh so that was sweet though because it was like i felt like me you and sean were in like our weird domestic house together yeah and like prepping breakfast for the kids and like whatnot so it was just it was a really nice morning we just chilled for like an hour yeah it was great quick trip but a fun trip we got back on the road like around 11 Mm a.m drove back to toronto we had another fun road trip like Sean, bless his heart, drove both ways all the way. Mm. Uh, great driver, great soundtrack. And again, we just kind of like, what? I was thinking, though, like, I don't know if this is, like, a token for any of you listeners who actually have gone on road trips. Is it, like, the excitement on when you're going that you talk so much yeah. during the way there to your destination? But on the way back, there's, like, giant pools of silence. Well, we had just done a four-hour road trip the day before. Plus, we just spend the whole day talking. And- yeah. I I felt like there was, like, long chunks of silence sometimes. But the longest chunk was, like, 10 minutes or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't that long. It wasn't that long. It just felt, like, long in comparison to, like, the previous day, I Mm -hmm. guess. Um, Which is why I would bring up things like Bruce Jenner. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, Yeah, so that was, like, our whirlwind Mm -hmm. trip to Ottawa to see a hockey game. Yeah. A lot of fun. I know next year when they make the playoffs, we'll definitely go back to to another one, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's good. Uh, We're over an hour now, so I think we're going to round things off in a few yeah and this thing let's do you want to play hit the post real quick uh sure let's play a round of hit the post do it let's hit the post hat trick motherfucker okay so you guys know how, how to play hit the post we're just mm-hmm. gonna get right into it who do you want to go first me. me so you want to pick the song yeah careful with that water we got so many books everywhere <laughs> okay so here's the the list of songs you can choose from uh um, we got a good selection. I've added some new ones and took off the old ones. Chris Isaac, Wicked Games. Okay, and what is my station all that? Oops, I thought this was for me. Oh, for you? Yeah. <laughs> then I'm, the, I'm supposed to pick the yeah. song. Okay, I'll choose Wicked Games. Okay. By Chris, uh, I was going to say Chris Ifill, our good, <laughs> good friend of the podcast, uh, dedicated listener. Shout out to Chris Ifill. Mm-hmm. Follow him on Twitter. Okay, you'll do Wicked Game by Chris Isaac. Mm-hmm. You're you are at ninety five point six The Beagle. Wait, hold on. Ninety five point six The Beagle. The Beagle. Mm-hmm. In um, Port Hope. Oh God. Because <laughs> we drove through Port Hope. Yeah. And you are doing the morning shift. 
So, when you are ready, <laughs> let me know. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Here we go. So you're listening to 95.6 The Beagle, and I'm actually just Val Gomez waking you up in the morning with none other than a legendary 90s country classic. This is Chris Isaac with Wicked Games. Damn it! (laughs) (laughs) So if you've ever wondered what could be considered the sexiest video from the 90s, some might say this one. It has been notoriously understood, though, that Chris Isaac had really bad breath during this video, so the actress didn't want to be with him. But here he is. Ah, ah you got it. <laughs> I love it when you, you, uh, you almost, you would have hit it perfectly. I thought you would. Yeah. But when you always run out of stuff to say, you get all this knowledge about one song. <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, how do you know all this shit? And I'm like, you're going to go over, but you did pretty good yeah. there. That is a true story, though. About his bad breath? Yeah. So the actress didn't want to, like, be near him because his breath was so bad in the video. Yeah. Right? So she was always, like, squirming, like, away from him. So if you rewatch the video, guys, that's a pop-up video treat. Look at you. Mm-hmm. So you can pick my song and my mm-hmm. call letters and all that kind of stuff. And your song will be Get Lucky. Okay. By Daft Punk. Yeah, for all. And your station will be 106.3. Yep. K-Light FM. Okay. And you are the drive home. Okay. You ready? In three, two, one. All right, guys. We're getting ready to get you with the drive home. It's coming up to be the weekend. It's Thursday. I hope you had a good day. I hope you had some lucky days. I got lucky last night. I'm not going to get into that. But we got an oldie but a goodie. This is Daft Punk Get Lucky featuring Pharrell off their Random Access Memory album. Oh, that was uh, album of the year for me. So I think you guys should be excited. It's almost the weekend. Let's get it. Going ready. Oh, I got the Weekend Warriors coming up this weekend with Sal and Jamie on the weekend. And this is John Mal. And he listening to Daft Punk. Oh, almost. Almost. I didn't know if you said the letters. I didn't know I should have. <laughs> I got my radio voice going. Um, funny. So let's do one more each. Okay. So you, I will pick a song for you, Missy. Yes, Mr. You will be doing, oh, this is good. You're going to be doing Take a Look Around by Limp Biscuit. Oh, God. From the Mission Impossible soundtrack. This is like the one Limp Bizkit song can you remember. You'll know it when you hear it. Biscuit. Yeah. Okay. And you are going to be in Napanee. And Ugh. your station is 108.8 mm-hmm. Live FM. Okay. And you do the Graveyard Shift oh. on a Tuesday. Graveyard Tuesday. Okay. Ready? Mm-hmm. Here we go. Hey guys, this is Val rocking you out this Tuesday night. It's 108.8 Live FM in your Canadian destination, Napanee, Ontario. This is Fred Durst with Wes Borland for another slamming 90s classic. This is Tom Cruise, Mission Impossible. It's called Take a Look Around. Damn it! (laughs) I don't know what album this is off of, but either way, this comes to you live from Nookie, uh, Break Shit, etc. This is Fred Durst at his best. This is the grungiest of dirtiest of songs you can listen to. All attention, 
Right. So first of all, you're fired for saying break shit. You can't say shit on the radio. I can't? No. They would just beat me. Unless this is like XFM, XM radio. Mm-hmm. But I like it because you always think you have to talk about like the, the song. But I'm like, you talk about like what's coming up on the I weekend. I know. I always that. do that. Yeah. It's so funny. That was okay. good. That was a tough one. So let's do one more for me. Then we'll yeah. end this shit. Because I know you got a story about last night you won't talk yeah. about. Mm. What you got, girl? So I was actually saying that this would be a good one for... The if we play hit the post yesterday in our car ride home yeah. would be Saint Lucia September. Ooh, okay. What do I? Where where am I at? So you will be at eighty eight point three. Okay. Indie slam. Indie slam. Mhm. Okay. FM. Okay. And we are in Vancouver, BC. Okay. And this is Friday night. 10 p.m. time. Okay. All right, guys. It's your boy, Littlefoot. Because that's... <laughs> we keep it hipster here on 80, Indie 88.3 Slam FM. <laughs> and we are getting you set for the weekend. Everyone's getting ready to get fucked up because we're a hipster indie. And oh, boy. I know it's, Ju- I know it's July, but I can't stop thinking about September, baby. <laughs> <laughs> September is going to be so much fun. We got your boy St. Lucia tonight coming to you live from Indy 88.3. Fan City's BC number one indie station. Wow. <laughs> Slam FM. And guys, I am excited. St. Lucia, one of the best bands going today. If you love that indie 80s revival dance music, oh, this is going to get you ready to get dancing this weekend. Find a girl, find a boy, find a boy and a girl if you want to get dancing because, you know, we love everybody the same here at Indy 88.3 Slam FM. And I can't wait for the weekend because I'm going to be fucked up tonight and hungover tomorrow morning. (laughs) I'm getting ready to party just like you guys, party like a rock star. And we're not going to stop till the daylight because it's on, it's on till the break of dawn. And, you know, we're going to keep going because it's Indy 99.3 Vancouver. And this guy, St. Lucia, is from South Africa, but he's called St. Lucia, and he lives in New York City. What's up with with that? I am on so much pills right now. This song keeps going and going. That's why my voice gets going crazy, and I'm going to keep talking real fast, but I'm going to slow it down for Indy 88.3 Slam FM. This is September by St. Lucia from the Wednesday Night album. Let's get it. I can't wait for the weekend because I'm out of breath, and this just keeps going and going. I had a girl who kept going once. Let's get it, St. Lucia. Keeps going, all right. I'm dancing in my seat, you know. I took too many downers. I think I need to pop a couple uppers. I don't advocate for drugs, but I'm talking about Flintstone Tylenol. And this is, again, Indy 88.3 Slam FM, Van City, number one rock station, St. Lucia. When the Night's album, September. It's almost September, baby. Let's go. Let's get it go. I, I lost it. Oh, my, oh my God. How long is that? It actually is over two minutes so far. Oh, my God. That is amazing. You did very well, though. Thank you. You kind of sound like you're on an acid trip. I think I was. <laughs> and you definitely swore. I know. I was, yeah. <laughs> but that is how you play Hit the Post. Do it. Let's hit the post. Hat trick, motherfucker. So, um... That doesn't feel as long in concert for some reason. Well, no, because I'm not trying to, like, talk through it or anything like that. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, so we got home yesterday from the drive, and I had nothing to do, but did you? Yeah, so last week when we were planning all of this or whatever and just, like, planning out of the week, I actually made plans with the girls from work to go and have dinner at this restaurant, Gusto, Gusto. in King West. So I was texting 
with Daniela and everybody just being like, what time are we meeting up? Um, if you remember from the season premiere of the podcast, we had Dano on it. Yeah, definitely. Um, so fan favorite right there. So it was Dano, Kate, Rocky, Rebecca, and myself. And so we're all like rallying to meet. And so I'm like, I'll be back in town in like an hour or whatever. But I was so hungry before we like went out for dinner because we didn't eat anything essentially since the breakfast that we had like yeah. five hours ago. Starving. So I was starving. So we ended up getting a piece of North of Brooklyn pizza. Yeah. Hoovering that. Sat for like half an hour. Watched. I don't even know what the hell we watched. Kardashians. You can't. Obviously. And so basically then I just ran to go meet the girls. But we ended up going to Gusto, which is this like awesome restaurant in King West, it's at King and like Portland area, and it's really awesome Italian food. But like, I couldn't tell if the waiter was like, he was like this old man, but he was like, I couldn't tell if he was like trying to hit on all of us. But probably. Time, but every time he was like asking us questions and stuff, I just couldn't hear what the shit he was saying. Okay. So then Daniela would always make me say like stupid things in response. <laughs> so I guess he was like, "What's your favorite show?" And then I was like, what? And so what? I just started laughing. Then Daniela say, Daniela's like, say Ottawa. And I was like, Ottawa. And he's like, oh, you're so funny. <laughs> so the hell? I was like, this is so weird. Um, but either way, we just like were joking around and like laughing and then eating so much delicious food there. But it's always so weird to hang out with like six girls kind of thing because I always feel like other groups of people are like whoa what are they doing yeah. and like whatnot they're like we're not having as much fun as these yeah, guys yeah because have. like if you get the five of us together or even like put me and Rocky together in a room yeah. and we have the loudest laughs oh it's hell yeah so ridiculous and it's so funny um, but from there, we're like, oh, we don't want to go home yet. Let's go to this other place. So I was like, oh, I could go with a coffee because I'm exhausted. At this point, we ended up walking down the street and we found this place that is like a cafe and a bar. Okay. But it also is a spa on wow. one side. So it was like weird. It's called Colette. And it, like our friend Nikki Ferris was saying, Nikki likes it there. Okay. And I was like, that makes sense. Um, but we go in there and we all ended up getting like teas and lattes and stuff. And the guy's like, do you want a Manny or a Petty? And what? I was like, this is so weird to me. But um, it was so beautiful inside. And we were just like hanging out there. And then we ended up exactly how like when me, you, Ferris, and Maddie go out places where people leave from around us. Yeah, because it's so loud. It's so loud. Everybody started leaving around <laughs> us. Like it was ridiculous. And like to the point where they were like, we're shutting now. Can you guys need to leave? Jeez. Yeah, so it was just so funny, and it was so nice to hang out like that again. And I didn't get home too late. I think I got home wow. at like quarter to ten. A really good time. Um, but yeah, it was so much fun, except I was just so exhausted from like driving all the way home yeah. and then like hanging out with like the girls like instantly right afterwards. But it was like pretty awesome night. A pretty awesome weekend, pretty awesome week. I know. So. We're actually going to go out for dinner now. I'm starving right now. I think yeah. I have a food headache. I think, yeah. Um, and then tomorrow, I'm going out for dinner with Ferris and Lori. Yeah. And then this whole weekend, we have birthday parties, dinners, your 30th birthday dinner. Yep. I have a question. What? Last question for the day, because it's our six-year anniversary. Yes. Did you actually think we'd be dating this long? Yeah, I knew from the start. I didn't want to date anyone, anyone else. Really? Yeah. Aww. You're a badass bitch. You're the coolest chick I know. <laughs> I'm no basic Why do you think bitch. I, you're no basic. Why do you think I tried so hard for so long? Why are you so basic? <laughs> bitch. If you guys listen to the very first three episodes, six hours of content, you will find out that, yes, we, <laughs> I knew that I would want to last this long. So. Oh. And with that, why don't we get into the band of the week? Who is it? 
So it actually comes courtesy of the drive yesterday Ooh. from Sean Puff Batty. Well, I know who it is. It is a new band called Borns. Yes. And they're an awesome band. They sound like um, like dancey. The lead singer's a guy, but he sounds like a girl. Yes. Fun dance pop music. Their EP is called Candy. And the song I like by them is called Electric Love. Mm-hmm. So get that. Check them out. Support awesome. them. And track. let's get into it. So this is Electric Love by Borns. Ooh. So you know how to get in contact with us. Malin Camp on your Twitters and your Instagrams for me. Uh, Val Gomez23 on Insta and Twitter for me. I have the entire city of the uh, the GTA actually following me now. Oh, that's what's up. <laughs> I like that. So definitely keep in contact with us. Send us your thoughts, your criticism, and but mainly your comments on iTunes. Yeah, and Facebook.com slash Flyer65 to see all the pictures and videos from this past mm-hmm. week. So until next time, this is six years of us saying be easy. I'm hungry.
John Mallon and Val Gomez.